Hey, Mid-Atlantic, it's me, Winter. Just a heads up, I'm going to ice and snow all week. But if you're driving a Honda, you'll be fine. And right now, Honda is offering its best-ever APR on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, and more. With real-time all-wheel drive and all the safety features included with Honda Sensing, like a collision mitigation braking system and adaptive cruise control. Oh, and don't forget to turn on your heated seats. It's going to get cold. Sorry. See your local Honda dealer today. Just like here comes the brand new flavor in your ear. Time for new flavor in your ear. I'm kicking new flavor in your ear. Max brand new flavor in your ear. Here comes the brand new flavor in your ear. It's time for new flavor in your ear. I'm kicking brand new flavor in your ear. Max brand new flavor in your ear. Hello, guys. Dean again. Welcome to another show of True Talk. Damn, the, the years started like three months ago, and I'm just getting back to you. <laughs> ah, it's been a it's been a fiery start to the year, I must say. Uh, lots of things popped off, lots of things were going on. Before I get into it, I want to um, just say, um, uh, big up, Mister Math, for allowing me to have my show on his on his um, radio station. Big up Countryman for doing my sound, my sound editor. Also, I want to um, big up some people. Uh, DJ Electro, they are a new uh, phone company, online phone company. Uh, basically, if you've lost your phone or screen's broken or you just want to get an update but you don't want to be paying through the nose, these guys are the guys you go to. Customer services on point, um, great bunch of people. I know the guy, um, and I bought a bought. Well, I didn't know him because I bought a phone off him, and we started talking. He told me what what he does. Um, they're great. Basically, they they buy phones off. Um, ex, they, they, they do an ex corporate phone, so used phones. So they buy phones of companies that are going through liquidation or shutting down, or the companies bought phones, and um, they want to upgrade the phones. They can't. Do nothing with the old phone, so they, so they buy them and then make sure they work and they sell them on. It's a good little business to be in, and they really are doing their thing. They're on Facebook, they're on um, eBay, Amazon, yeah, they're on Spock, even in Gumtree, yeah. So DJ Electro, want to big you guys up. You're doing really well. Well done. Keep going. Um. So yeah, guys, where where do I start? The year has been a solid start. It's been, I've actually um, had a good. I had a good New Year's. I must say, it was one of the best New Year's I had in a long time. Me and my mate James, we went out, got totally slaughtered, <laughs> and then uh, somehow I got home. It was a really good New Year's. Um, got a new job. Um, and just doing well for myself. But you know, there's always something that you know I like to share with you guys. And uh this time it's about uh neglecting your responsibility, negligence. Um you know, we go through things and some of the things we go through that we have to face it's not all the time we want to face them. We don't want to look at them. We would prefer someone else to come in and just take over. And just deal with it. And 
a lot of the time it doesn't happen like that because you're the person to sort it and even though it's hard and you ain't got you feel like you ain't got what you think you actually have and you need to go and deal with it because especially if you got a team around you that's with you even if you're by yourself sometimes the hardest things to face is normally when you're by yourself no one's really around but it's like you know this mountain you have to conquer you have to climb it to get to the top and be successful and you can't really allow you can't really you know make things go unnoticed or you know leave the elephant in the room and not talk about him you know you've got to do what you got to do and I've been in a situation where I've been and a group of us have been trying to talk to someone about something that's quite there and close to all of our hearts um, involved and uh, this particular person you know, you know it's like we've been picking up the ball giving it to him and saying come on man you got to do this you got to do that and he's been dropping the ball and we're picking it back up and we're saying come on man you got to do this and all we keep hearing is yeah 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 I know I know I know yeah I know I know and it's got to the point where the ball dropped on the floor and the ball is staying on the floor and everybody's popping off and it's not been nice it's not been nice for Anybody involved, you know, even though we're right, it's not been that as a team uh, dealing with the person in charge, it's not been nice. And, you know, we didn't have to get there. And I think in a lot of our situations that we find ourselves in, we didn't have to get there if we just tried to pay attention or just paid attention and tried to deal with the matter. Even though it was hard, if we, if you know, if we sought sought some kind of assistance, got some type of help, um, wrote a letter, call a friend, did something to try and smooth over the issue, it wouldn't have got so big, you know. So it's a short one, a short one today, guys. Whatever you're going through, try and face it overcome it you know you know there's a there's this um scripture in the bible where god talks about he says he says directly to you he says you are more than an overcomer but sometimes it just seems like we're not because it, the thing we've got to face is so daunting <laughs> you know what i mean it's leave me alone deal with somebody else that's what we that's what we do and then we, and then we turn our back on it but turning our back on it is is two things. You can only do it for so long or you can't do it at all. Because you're going to have to, for you to get victory and go to the next place, you're going to have to face the situation or the demon or the problem, whatever the case may be, you're going to have to face it. Some of us, it's facing our past. Um, and... That one can be very hard. That one can be very hard. Facing our, facing our past and dealing with it. Some people I've noticed, right, have got problems in their in their current life because their past affects their present and their future. And 
they because they haven't dealt with it, the past conquers and lives supremes in their present and their future. And that's and that's and that's hard because then you know you you your person that lives in the past and you're not overcoming you're not going you're not going forward you're really staying still even though you might have a nice house or your nice nice cars or whatever the case may be in your mind you're twenty thirty years behind yeah you know and you're not you're not happy some of us are not happy with who we become I've noticed. And we're not, and but we still won't deal with the case. And what we need to be careful of is that our past doesn't affect our present or our future so much that we can never break through from it. It cripples us. It's a handicap. You know. Sometimes. I just think to myself, you know those uh, the Paralympics. I, a lot I watch them a lot, and I think those people put us to shame because they're very limited to what they have, but they do so much more than us that have more. You know because they have come to a place where they are facing themselves and they are dealing with it. They are dealing with the problem. And and because they're dealing with the problem, they are overcoming the problem and winning. So their situation, whether they're in a wheelchair or whether they're in crutches, is not stopping them. It's not defining them as who they are because they're overcoming all the time, which I think is great and, and um, fantastic and a great mindset to have. And some of us that have everything, workable arms and legs, should adopt some of them mindsets there and overcome everything that we go through. It's hard, I and I agree, to face ourselves in the mirror and look at some of the scars and look at some of the bruises and look at some of the hurt and still stand strong in that mirror. It is hard. I, I agree. But if it's affecting. Your present. And your future. It's something you must do. To overcome it. You must stand in that mirror. And overcome what you see. And conquer what you see. And, do, and become better. Than what you're seeing right now. It's an everyday struggle. There is help. There is help. There's help wherever you go. <clears throat> if you pick up the phone, someone will listen. You say a prayer, God will answer. You write a letter, someone will read it, and help will come. Some people find writing a way of is, is a express is a way of expression. Some people need to talk to somebody. Some people just need to say a prayer. You gotta find what works for you. Find what works for you and make sure you win at the end of the day. Most important, make sure you're successful and you're winning. You're winning, you're beating whatever has con 
try to conquer you in the past, you're winning. You're overcoming. Trust me, one day I, I keep saying it to you guys, I'm going to tell you some stories about me. And some people, when they see me, and they see how I am, they can't believe it. <laughs> I never would have thought you went through that, you know. But it's the, it's the everyday, don't, don't get me wrong, and I'm telling you something that I'm doing. I wouldn't be telling you nothing that I'm not doing. It's every day you, I full think about something that upsets me. And I have to stand in that mirror and adjust things. Look at my, I look at my attitude every day. No lie. I think about something that I need to go home and deal with. And I try to get back and deal with the case. And if I don't, I put it on my list of my, my to-do list. And my to-do list gets done. Sometimes you've got to be disciplined in, in all this as well. Seriously, it's a thing where we have to win, we have to conquer our past, conquer ourselves, even to win. Some of us are just in a battle, we're not in we're not in any other struggle. Some of us are financially fine. Some of us are happy at work. Some of us don't have the normal problems that as they say. Some of us our problems is ourselves. You know? <laughs> Once we can conquer ourselves, when I say ourselves, it's like our attitude, the way we view things. And most of the time, it's, it's an issue from the past coming out in the present and going into our future. I've had, I've had, you, you don't want to know, right? I, I grew up with an alcoholic father. He was very abusive physically. Very like walking on eggshells. But if you see me now and get to know me now, you would never think I come from a madness. <laughs> because it's because I made a decision one day to go counselling. And the way I counselled was, was, was a bit different. Because I didn't really talk to anybody about what, what, what I was going through. But then I made the decision to start talking. I found a particular friend. I didn't really, I think, I tried the counselling, but what it was, I thought, no, I found them people is not for me. I don't know what it was, like, it, it, I did um, person-centred counselling, so this is where now the counsellor interacts with you to the sitting and say, yeah, no, yeah. And I find some of these counsellors got issues themselves. <laughs> but they want to come counsel people, and they got bloody issues themselves. Like that, that they ain't got over. So I'm like, oh, forget that. So I had a really close friend. I still got him now, as my version. And even now, I ring up the phone if I'm going through something. I've got two now. And I just leave a message on the phone or I ring them up and I just lay it out. And sometimes what I do, I can leave a voicemail. I don't want to talk. I, I, I start, I write a text. I'm not talk. I don't want to talk about it. And I leave a voicemail and that's it. I just get it off my chest and that helps. And they both of them understand. You get what I'm saying? And then sometimes they might get a phone call. And I guess start going for it. But I get it. I get it out. I don't hold it in because I realise, yeah, that I wasn't designed and made to handle pressure. No, 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 no.
Under NASA's Artemis program, Dynetics and Lidos will develop and build a new human landing system, advancing economic opportunities and paving the way for a sustained lunar economy. Learn more at DyneticsHLS.com. When God designed the garden and put man in it, he said, when the man told the garden, it was easy. The, the, the pressure come after they decided to eat the apple for no reason. They decided to eat the apple, mess up everything. Yeah, but when they were made first, the place was easy. There was no problem. So I know I'm not designed to walk with pressure. It makes me dysfunctional. <laughs> it makes me malfunction. So I make sure I have an outlet. And, and a lot of us need the outlet. A lot of us need an outlet. Trust me. I have a very good friend. I'm trying to get her on the show. When she tells you her story, some of you are going to cry. But she is one of the strongest women I know. She's been through so much. Sometimes I think women shouldn't have to go through that. Gosh. But if you ever know, she's flying now. She's proper flying. I don't know how she done it. I, you know, some, I don't know, she wouldn't mind me saying this. The woman I saw, I knew who, I thought was her mother, not her mother, real mother. She's bang her up. Um, and there's loads, and I only find this out every day. But there's loads of things this woman has gone through. And I, I'm, I'm telling you, if she can do it, you guys can do it. If she can change your life. I need to get her on the show. I need to get her on the show. When I listen to someone like Tyson Fury, you know Tyson Fury, the heavyweight champion in the world now, the WBC champion, saying that, you know, he wanted to commit suicide. He woke up, he, woke, he said he used to wake up every morning asking God to kill him. I've been there, you know. I've been in that stage there. <laughs> that stage ain't, ain't nice. You know what I mean? And he's come back and look at him today. And what I like about Tyson Fury, he's a real person. He's 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 come back from. He he put them boxers to shame, in my opinion, because he was an alcoholic. Not alcoholic. He was a drug drug abuser. Dude, his body. You see some of the pictures. He's fat. Three years ago, and three years gone. When when he made up his mind, he come back to do better for himself. He come back three years and now he's world champion. That's what I'm talking about. He went in the mirror, looked at himself, faced his demons and overcame them. That is magnificent. And he ain't no better than none of us listening right now. He's just a man, just a person, just like you. The only difference is with Tyson Fury and many of us. He made that decision to do better. And I remember when I made that decision, I said to myself, I owe it to myself to do better and to become better. And that was like, gosh, eight, nine, ten years ago, something like that. And I must say, since I've made that decision to do better, though I have my highs and lows every year, I've done something better. 
you know what I mean? And I'm, I feel like I'm in one of the best positions I could be in my life. Not It's not the greatest position, but from what I've gone through to where I am now, it is the best, best place I've been in my life. Because I made a decision to say, right, I'm not having it no more. Nope, 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 nope. This thing ain't going to roll over me. I went back. I went back to my dad. He used to beat us up just before he died. So he died. He died when I was 35. I'm 38 now. And he got ill. <clears throat> he got ill. He got um, uh, motor neuron disease. And I went back and I see this solid man turn into a, a stick. He lost. He lost. He lost all his weight. Uh, the hands that he used to hit us with, he couldn't even make a fist, he couldn't even feed himself. I was helping him, I was helping my dad to feed himself. Um, and in the six months before he died, because what I did was I'd go and work back to his house to look after him, stay there. And that, that was my life for six months. Work home, work home. Or work dad's, work dad's. And look, I had to one time I had to shower him, which was pretty hard, you know. Cause my dad is, <coughs> my dad used to be a, <coughs> my dad used to be a very pride, prideful man. You know what I mean? Nobody in the area is to mess with him. I see him come out. I see him do a madness, come out to fight people with his cutlass, to chop people up. I see everything, and that. The, I had an anger, but that wasn't my anger, it was his. Yeah, watch this, guys, it was his anger. And I remember being so angry, I left my dad's house at 18. I remember being so angry that I'd take on anybody, even the police. I wasn't afraid to do it. And my anger was destroying me as a person. But, like I said, it wasn't my anger. It was his. So, at 35, when he was dying, when he was dying, um, I don't know why this happened, but a lot of... Com I didn't speak to my dad. We had a very rocky relationship. And um, I, I went back there, and I just started looking after him. But no, I didn't feel a way about it, about it at all. I look after him. I come and sit down in the room, room with him and talk to him. And sometimes he would get on my nerves. So I guess say, Dad, listen, later. <laughs> I, had to take, I had to take him in small doses sometimes, yeah? But I I remember we never ever spoke about the past too much, me and my dad. When the six months I was living with him. But I don't know how it happened. But whatever happened... It got sorted in those six months. And I remember him saying to me one day, I come upstairs. We had a big discussion about God one day, which was, which was again, which was out of this world. Because I wasn't expecting that one. Because he was a man. He was a man, yeah, that did not believe in God, was not having it. He was like a, he was a poor black guy. So he'd have all the great, um, <clears throat> all the great, uh, what do you call it, um, men, black men from back in the days, Malcolm X, Marcus Garvey, Bob Moy, all of them, in one frame, on the living room. 
And when the Jehovah's Witness used to come to the door, he'd tell them about themselves and go get that picture and say, look, this is what I believe in. Now move from my what's it, what's it door. <laughs> yeah. And then hang back up the the um the picture and sit down, drink a Guinness and watch his horse racing. Yeah. And I remember one day I come upstairs, I never ever forgot this. He goes to me. He says, Dean, he could, because because the neutromotion disease got him so badly that he could he had to um he was on twenty five hour breathing machine and he couldn't swallow properly, um he couldn't eat no solids so he's drinking he was on soup and he was on soup and porridge but then oats porridge but then he just stuck to soup after a while because he couldn't even take down the oats and he goes to me, Dean, you know what? I really love you. And that was a bit of a shock. And then he says to me, and I really appreciate what you're doing for me. And I never, ever forgot that. Yeah, and also he says to me, he he said it before, but this time he kind of said, I'm sorry. And then a few days later, I come home and I found him dead, dead on the floor. You know, but in them six months with me and my dad, um, I I met my dad, the real him, and I was able without fighting with him, without going into an argument with him, somehow I was able to I don't know get rid of my anger that I'd, that. I had carried from him to throughout my life um, for 15, 16 years after I left his house. And from that day, I've been a different person. And I'm telling you, it started with a decision of me saying, I owe it to myself to become better. And I'm not stopping either. I'm going further than who I am now. You know? So I'm saying to you guys, trust me, if you could face whatever is 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 troubling you, sometimes it might not be an argument. Sometimes it is. If if it is if it is that a person done you something, they know you, they they know they done you something. They know some you know. God says, "Let vengeance be mine." You know. I never had to argue with my dad. I never had to bring up, I never had to tell him that you done this, you done that. No, not then. I've told him it before, but not at that stage. There was something, there, there was a change for the both of us. And from that I was different. And, I, and that's because I never held on. I could have very easily, I could have very easily said I ain't coming back to that man's ass. If he dies, he dies. I could have done that. But I'm so glad I didn't. Because you see, if I'd have done that, then things would have been eating away at me now. And I would I would have become a worse person because the person I'm supposed to be letting out my frustration and anger and he's gone. He, he, no more. Nothing. <laughs> nothing there now. So I now I've got to live with this. And then likely I'm going to pass this anger onto another 
person, innocent person, which should have been my children, you know? So I'm glad I made that decision and it's benefited me in many ways. I have, I very rarely do I speak about my dad in a negative light now. Very rarely. I actually don't actually, to be a thing, when I think about it, I don't. So I think that, and I, I, for you, for everybody to become better than who they are right now, because I think that the reason why I knew, and the reason why I knew that I had a problem and my dad was my problem, was because I'd get upset about something, and then that situation's gone, and I start thinking about my dad and all the things he used to do, and that used to just vex me. That that I start getting upset about that, and that used to. That's when I started to realize I haven't got over what my dad had done. So when I went back. And looked after him, even though we never spoke about anything. There was the there was a humbling process and a stripping away of the past for the both of us. Because he was very apologetic and he was very humble before he left. You know? And it changed it that has changed my life. So and I don't walk around angry anymore. I'm more than bubbly now. <laughs> more than bubbly. So, and th- and this is who I always was, bubbly. But because I had somebody giving me something that wasn't mine, I couldn't be me until I gave it back. And I don't know how I done it, but I know just by us sorting out our differences in silence somehow, I'm a better person. But it started with a decision I made years before going to see my dad that I, I'm going to do better and I'm going to be better because I owe it to myself and I think that if you guys could be honest with yourself you do you, you can do better and you know that you owe it to yourself to be better because this issue you have isn't yours it's someone else's and somehow you got to give it back or put it down and step forward in the new better you thanks for listening guys i wish you all the best speak to you all again soon bless you all love you dino out i'm gonna make a change for once in my life it's gonna feel real good gonna make a difference gonna make it right as i turn up the collar on my favorite winter coat this wind is blowing my mind i see the kids in the street but not enough to eat who am i to be blind pretending not to see them
can find this podcast on the iTunes Store, the Apple Podcast app, Google Play Store and all other leading podcast apps. Just search for True Talk Podcast, which is hosted by Deep Sound Radio. Hit the subscribe or follow button when you find it. That way you'll get a notification when each new episode has landed every Monday morning. Alternatively, you can listen via the website on deepsoundradio.com and click on True Talk in the podcast menu. Hey, Mid-Atlantic, it's me, Winter. Just a heads up, I'm going to ice and snow all week. But if you're driving a Honda, you'll be fine. And right now, Honda is offering its best ever APR on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, and more. With real-time all-wheel drive and all the safety features included with Honda Sensing, like a collision mitigation braking system and adaptive cruise control. Oh, and don't forget to turn on your heated seats. It's going to get cold. Sorry. See your local Honda dealer today. Hey, Mid-Atlantic, it's me, Winter. Just a heads up, I'm going to ice and snow all week. But if you're driving a Honda, you'll be fine. And right now, Honda is offering its best ever APR on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, and more. With real-time all-wheel drive and all the safety features included with Honda Sensing, like a collision mitigation braking system and adaptive cruise control. Oh, and don't forget to turn on your heated seats. It's going to get cold. Sorry. See your local Honda dealer today.